Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only podcast that's approved for robot consumption. I am Blake Walker, one of your co-hosts, alongside my other co-host, the illustrious Brian Phillips. And today, hey, we've got a couple of familiar podcast friends. We've got Hayden Gertz and Carrie Shago back with us again. Is this where I say something? We're back again, going to do another Candid Roundtable, and uh, this week we're answering Reddit's deepest questions. So, I'm ready. You guys ready? I'm I'm ready. To, I'm ready, <laughs> ready as you to, can to be. do. <laughs> All right, let's roll. Somewhere to start us off? Sure. You're the host. I should let you decide. We're gonna go. We're gonna go right into it here. First question: What is the most f***ed up thing you've done in a video game? You know how in Morrowind, the uh, the morality slash karma system was just not a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just supposed to be enforced by guards, which was a very, very. Um, uh, abusable system. Sure. So like, half of the the uh, in-game resources you got came from going into people's homes, murdering them, and then stealing and reselling all their stuff. That's pretty tame. That's the one that comes to mind. That's <laughs> right. Just twisting the system. Out out to a slow start. Oh yeah. So in 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 WoW, um, you can do emotes. And uh, so I'm on some server, we'll call it whatever, Ragnaros, you know, whatever. Some, you know, they're all made with weird names. And I just pick one, whatever my teams are on. And uh, <laughs> this guy named Thrillho is a reference to Melhouse Van Houten in The Simpsons. There aren't enough letters when he wants to write Thrillhouse, so he just is Thrillho. And so I'm, I'm Thrillho, the original on the server. And Thrillho 2 comes up to me and just starts doing all the nastiest emotes he can do. Because he knows I stole, he's and he knows I stole his name. So he just follows me around until I'm in neutral territory, and then just demands that I fight him. Fight me, fight me, fight me, fight me, fight me. And so what I did is I took all my gear off to just look like a, a doofus. Basically, I'm in um, the dagger dude from South Park that's just dancing, you know, doing the disco with with just a dumb dagger and one piece of clothing under it, uh, covering his nether regions. And so right before we go to fight, and he sends it to me. I put all my my shadow mage wizard gear and just kill him in two hits. I never heard from him again. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Okay, I think I have one. Okay. I think I have one. So this was kind of an accident, but I did ruin the experience for a couple people. <laughs> I was playing uh, Rainbow Six Siege online. And um, it's if you play it correctly and you play it tactically, it can turn into a pretty drawn out match where you've all methodically worked together as a team you're trying to accomplish the objective whatever in this particular case it was save the hostage everything was going great everything was great i don't know why i got the urge i thought i saw a dude move past a window in this building and i'm outside they're inside getting the hostage i'm covering their exit thought i saw a dude move i'm like i haven't thrown a grenade in a while (laughs) shoot threw a frag right through the window boom the fracking keg killed the hostage (laughs) round over everybody lost and it was my fault and then it proceeds to play the kill cam of me (laughs) destroying the hostage for everybody on the server not not that crazy but to immediately relive your pain (laughs) yeah thanks internet (laughs) So, I do have one. I don't know if you guys ever played the age-old, junior-high-centric game, Kingdom of Loathing. But it was... <laughs> what? That what sounds like that? Kingdom of Loathing it, uh, is basically a point and It's not point-and-click. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of how to describe it. But, like, there's a world map, and then you click on where you want to go, and it brings up a picture of that area... And then you click on who you want to interact with, but it's all done. It's all drawn. It's all hand drawn, black and white stick figure. So, 
Um, was this a big deal? Was this? It was. It was huge. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, my account. I think my account is still active, actually. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make one right now. You should. It's it's actually it's actually kind of fun. Um, and it's just stupid and yeah. Uh, so there was one time where we were over at a, I was over at a friend's house and he was, he was the guy who, uh, he lived on the town square and had high speed internet. So like everybody was at his, all, all of like all the neighborhood kids were at his house always because this was a time where like most people maybe had dial up. But he had, like, that DSL. And so <laughs> I, I went and stayed the night at his house. And we were we just played Kingdom of Loathing for hours, trading off, you know, who was logged in and stuff like that. And uh, we went to log in. Like, we went to Switch and saw that somebody else's credentials had been saved. And uh, so we're like, eh, why not? And so we went into his inventory we logged in went into his inventory and his he had that guy had gotten his mom to pay fifty dollars of world real world money to get like six million currency like runescape shenanigans yeah Yeah. which uh in in the game they exchange meat that's the that's the currency so we took probably about four million meat from him and uh, sent it to ourselves and then, like, deleted the transaction from his messages. And he he came in, like, he, we saw him, like, two days later, and he's like, man, like, somebody hacked my account. Oh, man. And we're like, oh, that's <laughs> weird. Uh, uh. Did you see this new shiny armor I got? <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> so can I, can I mention, this is funny, I just looked this up. There's six character classes in this game you're talking about. <laughs> There is the seal clubber, mm-hmm. the turtle tamer, mm-hmm. the pasta mancer. Can you name my favorite? Name probably. I can't name the rest of them. Oh, I know wow. that I was I was a pasta mancer. Uh, sorcerer is a saucepan. A disco bandit. Yeah. And an That's accordion thief. What was the last one? An accordion thief. <laughs> he has an accordion. Plays songs to boost player stats. That's interesting. We're going to have to cut the podcast short because Brian's in the other room playing Game of Loathing. <laughs> he still has well, 75 meat in his account. I'm going to do one that might just be kind of quick here. Sure. What foods are surprisingly better frozen? Pizza. I guess it's not a surprise. Frozen, though? Okay, frozen is a little different. Uh, Hostess snack cakes. Ooh, that's a great one. That's my, really my good. My favorite are the Swiss cake rolls. Because the, yes. the cream inside kind of turns to ice cream, and you can yes. then you can you can cut off the end or bite in the end, and dunk it in milk, and then it just soaks up. If you wait long enough, it's not like an Oreo; you can do it in two seconds, but you wait five or ten seconds, twenty seconds if you're feeling real sassy, and then <laughs> and you eat it, and then you go, "Why well, haven't I been doing this the rest of my life? I've missed out on so many frozen sandwich cakes." <laughs> you don't have any. You don't have any frozen cake. Nothing frozen. surprising. Like, I'll put a candy bar or a cookie mm-hmm. occasionally. Maple cookies um, are really whenever, solid answer. Whenever I end up freezing uh, soda on accident, I'm always real happy about that. Yeah, because it's like a slushy. It is like a slushy. It's like half liquid and a little bit of floating. But yeah, that's, that's of course it would be better. Uh, uh, mine is blueberries. Really? Yep. Yep. Nature's Frozen candy. blueberries. So you just gotta put them on your tongue and let them melt. I just munch on them, man. Throw a handful in your mouth. I don't know. I just really love frozen blueberries for some reason. <laughs> Nutty bars. <laughs> Nutty bars are the only way to eat those are in are from the freezer. That's just undeniable. That's fact. good. That's good. That is little Debbie though. That is, that is Hayden's true. answer. Uh, okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this one. Switch. It's super controversial, and I know. I know. I'm probably gonna get a lot of flack for this. I but, um, disagree. Ice cream. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. I didn't anyway. say that one for a reason, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're the better man. <laughs> uh, what book would you encourage someone who doesn't read books to read so that they could get into books? 
So if you if if um, if you met somebody who doesn't read books, Brian, do you know how you my suggest? brain works? I know how your brain works. It's gonna be a while. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna... uh, mine would probably be there was a book that I read in fifth or sixth grade called Things Not Seen. Uh, it's about this kid who uh, he wakes up and he like goes to brush his teeth, looks in the mirror, and he's completely invisible. Uh, and he freak he freaks out and uh, he tells his parents, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, obviously we believe you because you're invisible." Um, and it's all about him trying to track down how it happened, and then he meets this blind girl. And they become, like, super best friends. And it was just what my, you know... Because she treats him like a normal person? Because she well, she, does, she, she Yeah, she doesn't know that he's... Well, like, she knows because... He tells her? Yeah, yeah, well, he tells her, and then she's like, I don't believe you. And then somebody's walking by, I see. and she gets their attention, and she goes, Hey, what, what color hair does this boy have next to me? And they're like, what are you talking about? And yeah. she goes, this boy that I'm holding right here. And they're like, okay, crazy blind lady... It was good. Maybe maybe I would say Lord of the Rings uh, for the simple fact that it has something to offer for everybody. In-depth storytelling, lore, uh, uh, in-depth characters, imagery, a great story. Uh, even if you've seen the movies, you can get a lot, you know. You read the books and go, oh, wow, there's this character named Tom Bombadil who's in 30% of the series. <laughs> and he's not in any of the movies. You know, you know just stuff like that where... Mm-hmm. If, if you don't find something to like, then you're just never going to like books. In Good. a lot of ways, Good. I had this uh, happen to me last summer. I had a friend who was like, Carrie, I want to I wanna get into books like classical literature and... Um, <clears throat> Moby Dick and stuff? Uh, well, in that category, but definitely not, not, a, not a book to start with. True. Um, there, there are a lot of examples of books that you would never, ever, ever start with. Uh, anything like Crime and Punishment. Like, don't even go near it. Don't even. <laughs> a Tale sure. of Two Cities. Yeah. Don't even. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Um, uh, I've never actually read Fahrenheit. Um, 451. But, like, I've, I've heard it's. Uh, that would be a good example. Of Dante's what, Inferno? What I. No, no, not even. Um, <laughs> I know, I was listening. I know to a certain extent, like Lord of the Rings, even is is a is a task too large for it's a, a lot bit of broad. Um, but maybe, yeah, I could see that. A bit thick is what I mean. What was right? But you could read five chapters and go, "This is not for me," or "I'm hooked." Sure. It was like like what? Talk about the rabbits, George. With oh, um, Watership Down. No, no, it's. Uh... Peter uh, of mice and men. Yeah, of mice and oh, men. Right, yeah, of mice and men one. is yeah. is one. That's the one I recommended to my friend because it's short, but it's also very, uh, very profound. But it's mm-hmm. it's profound in a, a way that's very simple. Sure, um, it's very easy to understand, and the message is is broadly existential. Um, and it's conclusive, it, like it comes to an end. You it comes to not, an end. You're not that left going. It's, it's yeah. it doesn't like insult the intelligence of the reader sure in a lot of ways um because it doesn't tell you what you're supposed to feel it's just confident in what it's going to make you feel and what it's going to make you think um which is i mean that's that's just good writing and i think that's a good open door to good writing for a person to develop that sense for what is good writing what is good reading even um if that's the sort of thing you believe in but uh, of my sentiment is a good one. I think. Yeah. I think I'll I'll sit on that. Yeah. But I reserve the right to change my mind later. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Um, we'll see. Yes. I want to say one series that sticks out to me. This is back like sixth grade. Like you said, it's, it's been a while. Uh, but one series that not only was an easy read and was intriguing and really hooked me also started my development and my love of sci-fi was uh, when the tripods came that whole series of books is it's an easy read has 
decent story and uh it's really really interesting i don't know it's what's it about i assume tripods idiot (laughs) tripod it's about cameras (laughs) it's about bipods (laughs) yeah the camera tripods they invade it's uh they're it's really it's very similar to like war of the worlds i guess um as, as far as like the aliens go they're in this giant you know tripod robotic uh, vehicles and come down and take over and colonize the earth and enslave humanity that kind of thing um there's like rituals when you turn 18 you get sent away to this place and you come back and you've got like this metal helmet fused to your head and you're like worshiping them and whatnot and i don't know there's there's a lot of crazy crazy ideas and stuff in it that really intrigued me as a young lad just getting into sci-fi universes and I don't know. That's that's something I'd recommend. Cool. So, uh, second question, on kind of the flip of that, what's the worst book you've ever read? <laughs> so, we're gonna have to come back. There's to this, so okay. There's this fantasy writer that um, everyone seems to love, everyone who reads fantasy seems to love this guy, it's Terry Goodkind, he's so good, it's such a good sound, I brought all my Terry Goodkind books to this used bookstore, and the one was like, oh, bless your heart, young man, these, <laughs> these fly off the shelves, <laughs> it's, it's so bad, it's so dumb, it's the most self-indulgent, preachy, disgusting, narcissist, it's bad. <laughs> I know Carrie feels the way he does when he skips... Uh, uh, making coherent thoughts to just say something is dumb. No, like it's so <laughs> dumb. Who need, he does? He's like he feels like he doesn't have to rationalize. I was I was on it. like storytelling message boards when I was in junior high and high school, and some of the people on there were better writers, easily, <laughs> far and away. Terry Goodkind, I'm makes my blood boil, and I am. How many of his books do you own? As as few as possible at this point, I've gone through as, as so seven. I was I was this kid, and I still am this way in a lot of ways. Like if I decide that I want to start reading this this book or this series of books, I will go out of my way to buy every single book in the series before I start at the beginning because I want to know that I'll be able to finish it before I start. Okay. So I did that with this guy's books, and I get like. 150 pages sucker <laughs> into this one book the sword of truth that they tried to make into a tv series that failed because it sucks it's it sucks and <laughs> why did they try um and i just got into it and it's he's going out of his way to talk about the nature of truth and why people don't pay attention to truth and why i said a rude thing but it's the truth thing so it's, it's your fault for being it, these characters that just don't make any uh, sense and <laughs> I just can't I, it's it's one of those book series that makes me really really rethink the inclusion of all these popular fantasy novels amongst like this postmodern collapse between the popular and the ways or whatever it's bad it's just bad Blake do you have one? I do. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Well, Harry right. Potter's a all good right. series. <laughs> I I can the book. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like that's I don't know if that's my opinion, but it tends to be the consensus about which Harry Potter book is the worst and the most disappointing. Yeah. That's my least favorite. Dumbledore it's is a jerk. The entire book. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm not gonna talk to you, Harry, even though both your parents are dead and the rest of your family hates you. But Blake, did you watch the movies at all? Oh yeah, yep. What sure. did you feel about the fifth Harry Potter movie, the the movie version of the book? Uh, I definitely prefer the movie version. I mean, it's it's still just kind of meh. It's just in, an in between. In my mind, that's when the the movies take off. Is on on the same. Really? Yeah. I yeah, think, it's kind of they hit that maturity spike and it kind of goes up. From in a there. way, yeah, and. Uh, on an emotional level, even that's that's when you start to really hate hate the bad guys, like mm. really and truly. It's not a kids' movie anymore. This is a really evil person who mm. you really really hate, and it's yeah. it's it's when the, the actors like Daniel Radcliffe is no longer a child actor in that movie. I feel like sure, and, yeah, 
That's true. I mean, that is like this. This is the movie that is taking place immediately after Voldemort is revived, right, right at the end of Goblet of Fire. So that's yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff does happen, and that starts that progression towards the end. But I don't know. I just don't like the book. What was, what was <laughs> it so was bad about it? It was it was just tough to read, man. I mean, I I booked it all the way through, Too you know, the first words. four. Yeah, and uh, I mean they were all really good, and I was pumped to read the fifth, and then it was like thirty percent bigger than all the other books, and I'm yep. just like bored, you know, like <laughs> twenty pages in, just like uh, uh, stuck it out, stuck it out, got halfway through, and I'm like I can't even finish this right now. It's just <laughs> Harry's being a <laughs> Dumbledore's an asshole. Like, <laughs> I just can't can't do it. Brian's looking at me, so I guess it's my turn to make up something intellectual. Um, I guess I'm not a reader at all. Like I'll read nonfiction to learn. It's a specifically a topic I love to learn about. Especially fiction is not. I read the Lord of the Rings trilogy in junior high, and then someone handed me something like, but not necessarily, Planet of the Apes or some something else. Like, oh, here's more fiction, and it's, this is drab. This is awful. <laughs> Um, not only by comparison on its own. What? Fiction is a genre, right? That's, it's it's like pretty big genre. You like this, you should like you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, if I remember right, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say seventh grade because I'm picturing a school where I had this, and we read um, Lord of the Flies, which was particularly interesting for a seven seventh grader. They're redoing it with all female cast. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, we had to read, I believe we read an Ayn Rand book, uh, and I'm, I'm 95% sure it was Anthem. Uh, I just I just googled the, the, her books and, uh, and was uh, looking at the titles, and I'm pretty sure it was Anthem. It's like this dystopian, uh, futuristic world according to 1938 Ayn Rand, and it's just really weird, and I wouldn't have wanted to read it as a 25-year-old. I uh, definitely didn't want to read it as a 7th grader. So it was just weird and bad. And uh, looking back on it from what I what I knew about it uh, several years ago when someone else told me that they liked Ayn Rand, they said, tell me about this book. I'm thinking about reading it, which was uh, Anthem. Like In hindsight, it was Anthem. And uh, it, she loved it. I was like, this is not something that I would have enjoyed in 7th grade or now, now that an adult is telling me the adult themes in it. As, as listening as an adult, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now, but yeah. I <clears throat> goblet of fire. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, the sorcerer's phoenix. A close. Lay Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> His parents are dead. Um, I would say. <clears throat> I would say that my top. My bottom two uh, would be, in second place, Pride and Prejudice. Um, okay. And in first place, as the worst book, Great Expectations. Complete and utter garbage. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. Are we going to have a fight? Are we going to have a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do let's, it. Let's, let's call this the start ding, of our new ding. segment. We were waiting to find time to introduce this. Let's call this our new segment. New segment called Fight Me. Fight Pride Me. And Prejudice <laughs> is garbage. Great Expectations, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> now you go. <laughs> now you go. Well, um, I'd say there's no better example of um, game theory in action than in Jane Austen's novels. Pride and Prejudice in particular is a great example of certain uh, forces at work. The, the characters are in-depth, The char- certain characters are manipulative, certain characters... It's complicated, man. Counterpoint. Like, Not even zombies could make that book better. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried to read Pride and Prejudice in Zombies? Is that... is that your argument? <laughs> <laughs> Not, not sure it was really an argument. Right and prejudice and zombies. <laughs> I mean, zombies are pretty prejudiced. I mean, to be, to be, I to tend to be... A, they're not prejudiced. They eat everybody equally. Well, <laughs> against living, yeah. like living things. They, don't, they aren't prideful. 
I mean, talk about a, 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 a diluted example, like, a totally watered down and lowest common denominator example of a classic. That is true. Pride and Prejudice and f***ing <laughs> zombies. <laughs> so, if, if, I mean, I agree, it's terrible. <laughs> Thematically, you're saying that Pride and Prejudice has depth depth and character development and oh Mr. Darcy! Oh blah, 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 blah. So you hate Victorian culture, is that <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Not if you add zombies. Fight fight me <laughs> topic number two. Victorian culture is garbage. <laughs> This is devolving. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay, so Great Expectations is garbage. Uh, the whole... Oh, gosh. Just... So, so, so... Jenna, Jenna likes Pride and Prejudice. I would say... I would say even the movie is probably in her top ten movies. Which one? I don't know. The Kira Knightley? I just... I just, I don't I just <laughs> or the 10-hour BBC? I don't, both? Probably the... She, I think hours. she tried to watch the BBC one, but she did not know she finished it. But the... the it's yeah, hyperbole. It's not really 10 hours long. Yeah, I am. Um, it's eight and a half. <laughs> but... Uh, and, like... So I'll, I'll sit through it, and... Ah, uh, yeah, you got all these... Oh, does he like me? Oh no, but he might not like me. And uh, uh, okay, whatever. Great expectations. She, she. I walked in, and she was watching the movie. And I was like, Oh, what are you, what are you watching? She goes, Uh, it's, it's this movie, Great Expectations, based on a book. I'm not, I'm not sure if I should finish it though. I'm just not getting into it. I'm like, don't. I don't know anything about this, by the way. I don't. Okay. I have no idea. I don't either. Okay. Either, uh, okay. Yeah. Plot synopsis. So, great expectations. In this Dickens ad, ad in this Dickens adaptation, orphan Pip discovers through lawyer Mister Jaggers that a mysterious benefactor wishes to ensure that he becomes a gentleman, reunited with his childhood patron Miss Havisham, and his first love, the beautiful but emotionally cold Estella. He discovers that that the elderly spinster has gone mad from having been left at the altar as a young woman and has made her charge into a warped, unfleeting, unfeeling heartbreaker. So, there are kind of two stories here. One is Pip, an orphan, trying to become a gentleman because this rich person has has decided that he is going to uh, pay him as a secret benefactor to, to bring him up from being a low, poor, whatever orphan. <laughs> but that leads into the second story of psychopath Miss Havisham who doesn't leave her house and sits around in her wedding dress. She's an old, old woman, by the way, because um, she was left at the altar, and she leaves out like, like, like the wedding food is still on the table, rotting and disgusting from like way back then. Other than those two, that's all you need to know, and then you can get to the surprise twist of finding out who. The benefactor is at the end everything else else is just drawn out just boring boring garbage boring <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good save yourself the trouble don't even watch the movie who is the writer dickens i believe chuck dickens chuck dickens, chuck dickens. yeah it's charles dickens so, so like you kind of have to give it, like, uh, you know, it's it's Charles yeah. Dickens, you know. Usually, uh, the classical canon is what it is for a reason. I wouldn't. Sorry, <laughs> write it off due to the opinion of some layman, but you know, 
I have no basis on which to disagree. So. Also, okay. <laughs> Sorry for calling you names. <laughs> That's what fighting is all about. Yeah. <laughs> I got Do you have another one, Blake? More. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple more here. You don't call them. If anybody names, you're probably not doing right. <laughs> I got another. I got another video game based one here. Cool. This comes from Rad Knight, since we Ooh. haven't been saying who's posting these questions. Uh, this that is last Rad one was Knight. by X Torrents. What video Robert. game? What video game would make a terrible movie? All of them? <laughs> yeah, apparently, right? <laughs> uh, the Toxic Avengers, because that actually happened. It was a game that was made into a movie. <laughs> Aren't they gonna make Avengers. a Tetris movie at one point? Oh god. Please. That was yeah, back when they made the battleship movie. Will the long oh, They're talking get about making Tetris. Four liner or not? <laughs> oh, he's going for Tune into the next week's episode where we see a box piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw out Minecraft. I mean. Yeah. Well, have you played Minecraft Story Mode? I no, I've not. Because I I haven't either, so I don't know if that actually plays out well. I think the essence of the question is our adventure games, where you have some title character, or you know, you you could say true. At, at this point, you could say um, Crazy Eights, you know, some app where you you could play card games. Euchre, <laughs> the movie, pure you pool. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we know of any video uh, game movies that didn't suck? Can we think of any examples of that? Video game movies? Yeah. Yeah, that have already been made. Like I know that. World of Warcraft had, or not what? World of Warcraft, the Warcraft movie. The Warcraft movie was okay. It was, for poor, some Warcraft it was poorly reviewed, but apparently it stuck like painstakingly close to the source material. Yeah. So it, it was probably like, just a bunch of fan service. <laughs> it, it definitely was. There was a lot of inside uh, references to some player theories and whatnot. But hmm. I mean, if there's a way that's to make a video game movie, that's probably the way to do it. Yeah, cater right. to the fans that are going to see it anyway. Yeah. Trying to think. I was gonna say Doom, but they already did that. Yeah, did that suck. was not that great. It had the rock in it. The rock. Yeah. Dwayne they did Johnson. some first-person scenes. They had a big BFG or whatever. I mean, that was I. I, I appreciated that scene Here's, for what it was. Did you see Hardcore Henry? I didn't. Yes. But I saw posters. I've for seen it. it. Is that the same thing? No. It's what the Doom movie should have been. Okay. All, totally. All yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have any of the the like problematic, good and evil. I mean, if it stays as simplistic as it possibly can be, whereas Doom was sort of contrived and tried to force a story. Where mm. I mean, really, it's Doom. Yeah. You just right. want to see things get torn apart and fight the up. demons. Yeah, ex yeah. Then there's Super Mario Brothers. Oh. oh. <laughs> Everybody feels dirty now. I, I, I mean, they just they just screwed it up. Well, they they obviously have all kinds of, of ways to make it great. They just you should if you don't if you don't know the story of that script, it's it's worth looking worth up because huh? kind of a disaster piece the, story. Yeah, the complete and utter wreck. The 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 domino house of card just like trigger after trigger for the next thing that went wrong and the rewrites and then changing changing writers and producers and yeah oh just garbage there's a part of me that's really thankful for those kind of stories mm -hmm. like we wouldn't have the room uh, yeah, right. that's true there are uh, there's a couple of promising game movies coming out soon uh, yeah. new tomb raider based on the games that's not um, the question Luke. it's not i'm just pointing out yeah. Oh look, it's the next one here on Reddit. What video game would make a great movie? A great movie. <laughs> Blake, would, do you have an answer? Go ahead. The anyway, terrible yeah, movie? The Tomb Raider. No, Tomb Raider. I was just trying to... Yeah. Oh, 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 I got Casting? Is there casting yet? There is. Uh, I wish they would have just gone with the chick that's already doing the facial capture and voiceover for the game. She looks just like her. Too simple. Yeah, that would be too easy. Too easy, too easy right? Yeah. Let me see if I can pull that up here. We just watched an episode of something online of of the terrible movie that would be, that maybe even the worst game, Cat in the Hat. No. 
That's pretty bad. <laughs> that's a, a movie that became a game. Yeah, that's, that's true. But they rendered... And Mike Myers. They rendered yeah, exactly. Mike Myers' face in the game instead of just making him look like the classic character by, <laughs> by Dr. Seuss. Why? What a poor decision. <laughs> to make you ask that question. Theodore's rolling around in his grave. Oh my goodness. So I have this chick's name here. It's an actress I've never heard of. Her name is Alicia Vikander. Ooh. She is playing uh, Laura. Lara Croft. Comes out next year. There's some promo images online sure. if you would like to. Look them up. <laughs> are they actually making an Uncharted movie? Or has that still been speculated? That's a thing. That's okay. a thing. Uncharted, officially in development... Um, and officially confirm that Tom Holland will be playing young Nathan Drake at some point in the movie. I like that. Interesting. Kind of interesting. We'll see how that goes. To reverse the script a little bit, if we're, if we're asking what video game would make a great movie, I feel like Uncharted is, is kind of just gift-wrapped for... Yeah, I would agree with that. It's already just kind of in that mold. It's all, Yeah, it's almost Definitely. already cinematic porn. Mm. I mean, anything Naughty Dog... Naughty Dog has made. You know, Last of Us would probably make a great movie as well. Oh my gosh, please. Mm. An adaptation. I mean, now that I say that, just don't mess it up. Like, yeah. Right? yeah. We, don't, we don't want any more Last Airbenders. I mean, oh, um, yeah. Sadness. I do kind of have a... To, to answer the original question that started us down this rabbit hole, I don't see a way of making a Metroid movie very well. Okay. Uh, in a way that's true to the original material because it's just it's just one person and part of it is like the the feeling of solitude and that you are in this place alone and exploring it and that's mm -hmm. it's hard to create a story it's hard to create a, 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 a narrative a non-participatory uh, sort of structure around that because mm -hmm. the entire appeal is that you are in this place doing these things and discovering this world and in in a passive medium like film, just watching someone do that and have those feelings, it's it. There would be ways to do it, but there are too many ways to mess it up. Mm -hmm. I feel like. And in the original game, the, the twist is the story. It's the whole only thing. It's there's really a, okay. Well, I need to go get save myself from and get off this planet and fight all the bad guys, and then the twist, and then the credits. Yeah. Like, that's the entire thing. It just happens to be a great game. Yeah. I would... I Now, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, so, way back when, IGN put out an April Fool's joke that there was going to be a Legend of Zelda movie. And at the time, I was really mad because I thought, oh, man, I want a Legend of Zelda movie. And now I'm like, haha, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. And from there, it even... There's been talk of... And not, not like official talk, but people have been talking about wanting it more of a Skyrim movie. And I just... I, I, I do not, do not want that. I do not want a Skyrim no. movie. No, I mean, nothing in Elder Scrolls. Between the mediums, right? Like, mm -hmm. One is interactive and one is not. Right. And how do you, how do you take storyline mechanics that are, are built around the sort of participatory, the ludo narrative curve mm. that uh, video games rely on, and it's just not a thing that can be done. I mean, role-playing games just wouldn't work in general. Because I mean, you're always forging your own story. Sure. It's different for everybody, you know. Even if you wanted to make a movie that was just something that took place in that universe, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't see how that would work. Any kind of game that has an expanded universe probably wouldn't work. Mass Effect, Halo, anything where it's just so broad. Mm. It'd be difficult to condense it down to an hour and a half, you know. And tell a really engaging story, I feel like. If you don't yes. have outside knowledge of everything. It's like if they tried to make a Cimmerillion movie. That it's just so massive. Or, you know, tried to take parts of the Cimmerillion and insert it into the Hobbit. <sighs> we, do, we don't talk about that. <laughs> just for the <laughs> sake of expanding it to three movies. 
hey, uh, we we I need to grow to this into three movies. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, like I, I can't even the thought of going back and watching those movies because they just got progressively worse in my mind. I they did. Oh, they man. really did. I never watched the third one. You, you you didn't miss a thing. If yeah, <laughs> just know that there was a big fight because that's literally the entire movie. Yeah, but there's, there's that big one fight part and... where the dwarf king has his golden crown and he got that bam, that broad angle like he takes it off and throws it down like ding. And it just, that was a funny moment for me. It was a very <laughs> cute little little character moment for him. And Bilbo goes back home. Yeah, writes it all down. <laughs> writes it all down. End of movie. He's got the ring. Now the real adventure begins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Have I've got another one. I've got them locked and loaded. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Fire away, Luke host man. prepared. Yeah. This is from <laughs> what the? This is from Newt Newt Pingu Newt. <laughs> Newt Newt. In fifty years, what will people be nostalgic for? Selfies. Pre World War Three. Civilization. Oh man, remember Freedom. Remember when our consciences weren't just digital data and remember when we were brains in a jar? Yeah. yeah. Remember when we had organic bodies? Man, that was the life. That was the life. Fifty years. I mean, God willing we'll all be alive in fifty years, so uh I'll get back to that. Yeah. Man buns. Oh jeez. <laughs> the foo fighters. Breaking Bad. Don't That's make me puke. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Calling it. Okay. YouTube. Oh yeah. 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 Think they're gonna crumble? It's only a matter of time at this point. It will implode. I mean, technology's gonna do some funky things. Yeah. Right? I mean, when we when we all have access to certain <laughs> things, like I don't care about what you your haul. I don't yeah. care about what you bought at what store. Like you're gonna have to do the the the, the nearer the, the the farther in the future we get. The more you're gonna have to do creatively and with real talent to get people's attention, yeah. mm -hmm. because anybody can go anywhere to get exactly what they want. Oh, that that exact version of the third level, <laughs> second sector music wasn't played up to snuff. I'll go to eight other people and get the third level, mm -hmm. second sector music played the way I, in you know in metal form or whatever. And this is just entertainment. That it'd be even it's gonna be more cutthroat and in business and you know mm -hmm. ethics and politics and all these other things. I think Apple. Apple is probably You think Apple's on the way out? Yeah. I, I would I would agree with that. But it, with the like, iPhone. It's one of those things people will look back on positively. Yeah. For good reason, I think. Well yeah. I mean did we ever other than the price and the fact that you could get what you want more simplistically from something else, do we ever really have we ever really gotten mad at Apple? Like Excuse me, our generation before Jobs died? Um, certain, certain, um, I don't want to say French, certain niche died. populations, people against proprietary. Like, mm -hmm. There's the people who would prefer Linux. People who well. would prefer that you be able to use any carrier you want, you know. Right, and those people did. Like, for the most people, the most yeah. part, the people who could choose was, to do something else good, did. Like, it was a good you know stimulus to the market. Sure, sure, you're not wrong. Here's, here's, we have Android because of that. Here's what I believe also, is Apple's big downfall, is they decided that they are not going to support uh, the business industry anymore. It's strictly at, at like, I don't want to say at home, but it's basic, it's strictly consumer grade creative is their central, like, prime, prime buyers. Now, yeah, there's like, you can you can do uh, iMovie and everything, but all of that is kind of covered in Adobe, and they do it better anyway. And like, I get that Windows does it better, so it's kind of a thought of, well, they've already got this, so I may as well step away. But like, when they when they whatever they had beforehand in the media live production world. Is just gone now like it's it's being held on by a thread in my in my opinion because the everything is only everything was geared towards Apple and now they stopped supporting everything now it's all personal creative sure 
Yeah, big thing with Apple. Now we're just tangenting about the problem with Apple. What was the question again? <laughs> I hate I hate that they feel like they can set the precedent, and I hate that people follow along. Yep. Like people are know, sheep, man. Firewire, the uh, headphone jack. It's the latest thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if I we saw, get rid of it, everyone will follow suit. They'll start I saw a great picture of you know? the newest uh, the newest iPhone. Uh, headphones, and it said now with it was the it was the wireless ones. Now with the cable. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. But see, like now, Google's <laughs> Pixel so is following suit. The Google oh, Pixel Two no. will not have a headphone jack. It'll be <laughs> USB C. Oh. And like There's reasons, Brian, because I'm never going to want to have my phone plugged in and, char- and and listening to it. Yeah. Right, right. That's their theory: is that you'll never be charging your phone and listening to it at the same time. False. Which is not true. People do it all the time. My sister was doing it the other day when I went over to my parents' house. Um, I got one. If you had two hours left on Earth, what would you do? Hug a lot of people. Give me two hours. Hug everyone. Give me two hours. Not everyone. I I look for the people that matter. Okay. I call a lot of people. Just air air out some grievances. No, no, just <laughs> just hug people. Just hug people. Yeah. Yeah. Make it awkward. Because <laughs> who cares? Yeah, yeah. Who carries? Oh, nailed it. <laughs> Blake, what do you got? I'd play like two or three solid rounds of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. That's <laughs> <laughs> just have your mic. Just have your mic on the whole time and just be like, uh, guys, I'm terminal. <laughs> Final <laughs> countdown, guys. I just got like an I, hour 45 I, left. I, I, I practice. I go through the motions a few times before I experience the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would stream it, too. There we go. Yeah. That's what I would do. I got six more chicken dinners, guys. Uh, we got to make this happen before my time's up here. <laughs> With any luck, I'll die before the, uh, the allotted time. Before before the circle yeah. closes in, you don't that's hear. that's how it would be. It'd be one on one, me and some other dude left for the chicken dinner, and I'd pass out dead, and he'd shoot me in the head. But you're but no no you you in real life would pass out dead, right. but your character right. would win. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That'd be great. <laughs> if I didn't care about same confession or or uh, hugging it out like Carrie or those types of things, I would probably try to find someone who somewhere has a server for Halo Two. And play uh, one way capture the flag on the map with the cave in the bottom where the shoddy is, and the other one where you have to um, go up. There's there's a there's stairs and there's two uh, ramps in one corner, and then you go up the, the 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 blue lift, and then you can climb the tower and get to the, the sniper tower, and you have to plant the flag up there. So you have to take the flag from the bottom to the top. It's one way. Not blood gold. Lockout. lockout. That's the one. Lockout. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Gotcha. Yeah, Lockout is classic. They remake it in almost all of them. Because it's yeah, it was a little different, but it's like perfect. It was it was real big in uh, Halo Two. Well, yeah, Halo Two, but also Halo Three, and I think they remade it in Halo Four as well. <laughs> if I had two hours left to live. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, I would probably find Jenna. <laughs> well, no, that, that's the thing. Is I would probably start off very in a very Ron Swanson esque manner with a giant steak, uh, you know, a thing of a thing of bourbon, and and Jenna and us watching. I'm something. going to consume this all because I'm an American. And then uh, at the end, when it's I, I and for the second hour, I would I would do as many drugs as I possibly could. <laughs> no hangovers, do man. Them all. No, yeah, we could no, do whatever we wanted. I would, I would try and race the clock to see to see if how 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 high I could LSD. get. LSD speedrunning IRL. Molly. Speedrunning IRL. But you wouldn't ever actually know when you were you. You wouldn't actually know the precipice you reach because. Well, if there's a, if there's a countdown timer. Somebody write life. it down when I wake up and that hangover's <laughs> over. Because someone on drugs just told you that the world was ending in two hours. Ooh, it's all a ruse. <laughs> all right, so we covered a whole bunch of pretty good stuff, a lot of random stuff. 
Uh, but that's what these episodes are for. So thank you to Hayden and Carrie for being back on again for another Candid Roundtable episode. All right, guys, thanks again for listening this week to the Bit by Bit podcast. We'll be back at you next week, next Tuesday, again, like always. So stick around. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye now. going to wrap it up for us today guys thanks for joining us uh, as always you can rate comment subscribe on your podcast platform of choice whether it's itunes google play or soundcloud we really appreciate those things and uh, the feedback helps shape the show so if you have a few moments uh throw one of those things our way uh, if you want to help support us and throw a couple dollars our way we are on patreon just search for bit by bit podcast bit x bit podcast but if you don't have any extra cash to throw our way, you can always support us by uh, voting for us on podcastland.com. That's helping get our name out there, helping us grab some uh, new subscribers, growing our audience, and just uh, giving us more avenues for feedback to improve on the show. Of course, you can reach out to us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, anywhere. Anywhere that you can search on social media, we're there. Look for BitXBit Podcast at BitXBit Podcast. We will see you all next Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. See you later. Now, who put this human heart in my pocket? Bring him back to the station. Are you guys sponsored yet? You have to carve out time for your sponsor. <laughs> we haven't. We, we don't haven't talk about that. We this, haven't this, that yet. this episode is sponsored by Friendship. <laughs> The power of love. And Pizza Hut. And pizza. <laughs> the elements not, of harmony. Not officially. This this podcast is powered by Pizza Hut and Mountain Dew. And craft beers. Yep.